Hello, welcome to Top 5. We've revved up the machine again, and uh, Casey and I are here, ready to bring you another fascinating list. I'm. Do you know what? I've been talking about last week's list a lot to people. Oh, is that so? Yeah, and everyone everyone loves it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Go and be a bus one driver most, in Luxembourg. Yeah, I know, one of the most seemingly banal lists, and it turned into something really interesting. Yeah, that, was, that one was fascinating. So I can't wait to see what the machine spits out this Precisely the reason for the machine. So yes, without further ado, machine, grant us this conversation that we can't possibly come up with ourselves. Here we go. And so what, what, what have we got? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the machine this week, our, our beautiful random top five generator. This week, Rich, our conversation will be based upon the top five slasher movie killers by body count. Spectacular. Yes. There we oh, go. I like this. So, ranked by body count. We're going to have uh, our favourite movie monsters. This is genius. I have very recently been watching all these things on oh, Netflix. Fantastic. I've been through all the Friday the 13th and all the, oh, what are the other ones? Halloween's. And Do you think maybe the, uh, the, uh, our machine, because it's a very mysterious little Japanese curio to us, do you think it maybe has some kind of biometric uh, aspect to it, where it seems to sense the conversations that we, that we want to have? That's a bit spooky. Yeah. That's a bit... Because I'm guessing there may be, a, may be a certain date that will come up as well, based on today's date. Really? Oh, and is that... Mm. Oh, it is as well, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Well, we shall realize. see. We shall see. We have to get through the list, don't we? Wow, yeah, kick us off. Let's go. So our top five slasher movie killers by body count starts at number five with Jigsaw, the Jigsaw killer from Saw, the Saw franchise. Ah. A franchise of seven films going from 2004, every bloody Halloween until 2010, (laughs) with 40 Deaths. Now, the, the, again, there's, there's little notes and asterisks on our list. It's a very well-presented list. And these are based upon on-screen kills, not kind of ambiguous things or, you know, uh, mass, you know, the possible mass killings. These are, these are individual killings. Yeah, yeah. So Jigsaw is responsible for 40 deaths across seven films. The whole point of those is that they're upsetting, mm. is it? I mean, we're into a new sort of, with Freddy and Jason and, Michael Myers, it was just slasher horror. That's where it comes from. They've got a big knife yeah. and they're going to slash you. And so it was all about what's the most disgusting thing we can think of. Yeah. yeah. I'm not uh, sure how I feel about that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. that Those other, those other characters <coughs> were sort of like a roller coaster, like, a, like an attraction when they are thrill ride, whereas mm. the Saw movies sort of came at you like a beheading video. You know, it was like, this is going to really, this is going to haunt you at 3 a.m., yeah. Although I would say, actually, I think I think the first film, the first Saw movie, as is usually the case with these things, yeah, was a really great, taut, very Seven-like kind of psychological thriller. I totally agree. And the other six were, guess how many killings, yeah, look, guess what traps we've got this time, guess how many killings are going to attract, you know, teenagers to these movie theatres. And it worked, and they've made <laughs> hundreds upon hundreds of millions of dollars off of these films. But um, yeah, the others were just a kind of, it was like a competition to yeah. to jump cut the previous film, you know? Absolutely. But yeah, the first mm. one was good mm. with Carrie Elwes. Yes, and, of and, course. And what's his name? Um, Donnie, 
Isn't Donnie Wahlberg in that film? Donnie Wahlberg's in I one of the later is. ones. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, his name won't come. He's in Lethal Weapon and he's not Mel Gibson. Oh, Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. Danny yeah. Glover. He's in the first one. In the lines of Scroobius Pip, thou shalt not judge a book by its cover, thou shalt not judge Lethal Weapon by Danny Glover. <laughs> Fair enough. It was on TV the other night. Still good. Still yeah. good. Yeah. Absolutely. Shall we move on? Move on. Have we done enough with, I think we've yeah. done enough with Jigsaw. Um, number four. Surprisingly, actually, I thought he might have been higher. And number four, our slasher movie killer is Freddy Krueger of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street series. Really? A total of nine films from 1984 until 2010. It was one of the slew of remakes. With just ahead of Jigsaw, actually, on 42 killings. Which I'd have thought he was considering be higher than that. Yeah, considering his whole MO, that's pretty tame, isn't it? Yeah. And plus sort he's of w- five, you know, five deaths a film. He's working in the dream state. Surely, you know, com- commute time's cut down there. Well, he I think so, yeah. If he was hell-bent on killing lots of sleeping kids, he could have done much more damage than he clearly did. Yeah. Although he, he did kill Johnny Depp, so, you know, deal with that. But That's worth points, isn't it, really? Yeah. Killing, killing um, a young Johnny Depp as well. I always thought he was the scariest of all of them, because you can't run away from Freddy Krueger. No. You, and it was, it's a bit like the kind of, it's the same reason that the Weeping Angels scare people so much in Doctor Who. It's that, now the thing you mustn't do, to, you know, the thing you've got to do to escape this person is the impossible, you know, don't fall asleep. Oh, good luck with that. Exactly. And similar to the blink, you know, the blink thing with the Weeping Angels. You're, you're okay as long as you don't blink. Oh, thanks I, for that. I, I did spot a fatal error with the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street plot lines. Okay. Actually. Uh, this came up recently when I watched Freddy vs. Jason. Not not a terrible film, believe it or not. Really not a terrible film. No, good fun, yeah. Um, lots of fun. But it, it occurred to me when the stoner kid gets killed. Right? Now, mm-hmm. I, I might be speaking from experience. I don't know about this. You don't have to make this up. You're on mind up on that. Well, but one, It's conjecture, one, internet. It is. This is purely conjecture and, and, yeah. and, and things I've learned from some of the uh, working drug professionals that I've mm. mixed with in the past, you know, we've pr- we simply syndicated produce hooked and that I'm, I'm keyed in. And I happen to know that one of the symptoms of, uh, marijuana usage is it actually stops you dreaming. Oh, I see. You, you don't have a dream. Um, I seem to remember Nigel pointing out that you don't really sleep. It's more so it's much closer to general unconsciousness when you sleep yeah. than actual sleep. So you don't dream. I myself have not had a memorable dream since the trip to Barcelona last year. <laughs> you know, for, for, and so in actual fact, the stoner kid would have been the one kid yeah. totally immune to he Freddy Krueger. He should be the dream warrior. He, exactly. Yeah. The stoner kids were going to save the day in Nightmare on Arm Street because they could get some sleep and Freddy Krueger couldn't get them. <laughs> That's yeah. the bit we all missed. But no, he kills the I'm stoner sure, kid. It's I'm sure like, Wes no. Craven has a properly plotted out scientific explanation for all this. He didn't think of it, I'm very sure. Although I, I think he's very clever, you know. He Freddy's, is. New, Freddy's new nightmare for the win. That was fucking mm. genius. He's, was, he's very clever and he's way richer than us. Exactly. So that's all really you need take to the piss. Yeah. That's all you need to know, really, isn't it? It's got way <laughs> more money than you and me. <laughs> there is, I think, the undoubted career high point as well of Freddy Krueger is, and if you haven't seen this, Rich, you do need to find this on YouTube after this show. Um, 
is his collaboration with the Fat Boys on, uh, it was something like 1987, I guess. Uh, Are You Ready for Freddy? A single that was released with the Fat Boys and Freddy Krueger. This sounds familiar. Let that sink in. <laughs> this sounds familiar. Do you know how familiar it is for me? I owned the album that song is on. Really? Mm. <laughs> the taste of a nine-year-old boy. It's there on YouTube. It's mm. it's right there. The, are you ready for Freddy? Wow. I, I, I kind of remember this, but Freddy Krueger was something I was very scared of as a child. And oh, yeah. Creepy this, as all hell. This was actually one of the things on my list of stuff I must remember to watch when I'm actually 18. Or yeah. when, when I've moved out of my parents' house and they don't pass opinion on what I'm watching anymore. Yeah, it was one of those things that seemed like a good idea to get away with watching until you watched it and then realised you're angry at yourself because you realise you're too young for these kind of things. Exactly. And I think, I hate to say this, I think that maybe knowing which kids from my year at school had already seen Freddy Krueger was the way my mother judged other parents. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things. But Yes. Yeah, I never saw it till I was well old. And then watch them all, and you're like, oh yeah, the f only the first one's good, and this mm. other weird one, but the rest are garbage. I mean, number five is just, wow. Is that the it, Dream Child, the one with the little... I think so. Dream Child? Yeah. I had the yeah, box set and got rid of it a little while It just gets really bad. Two's awful mm. as well. Three wasn't as bad, but yeah, five, four and five, just... I'm disgusting. not sure I've necessarily seen every one of them, especially as there's been a remake, hasn't there, recently? There's been a... Yeah, I haven't seen a re the reboot of the original. I don't see the point. I mean, I know I'm saying that with <laughs> from my generation, but of course, I suppose a lot of people wouldn't want to watch necessarily a 1984 original, but I do find that that 84 original one of the most effective horror films I've ever seen. Absolutely. Just terrifying, really terrifying. It's a really good film if you haven't seen mm, it, people. It is. Go, go and watch it. It's it's really good. Forget the next four and then watch Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which is genius. Yeah. I, I can't understate I can't overstate that enough. It, it's it's genius. When when he's in his own film. Exactly. And so it's just amazing and suddenly Freddy Krueger's real and it's it's oh it blows my mind. Mm. What's number three? Right, moving on from Freddy and trying to stay awake. Number three is a is a real surprise. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> it's a real surprise. Okay. Ahead of Jigsaw, ahead of Freddy Krueger with 43 kills is the Leprechaun from the Leprechaun series of horror I'm movies. The Leprechaun. <laughs> the Leprechaun. <laughs> I have never seven seen films. Seven. seven films. Seven films. Oh, there's there's a there's a cult following that goes with this film, films I should say. They are. I'm gonna say it. They're unadulterated pieces of shit. All of them. The original one is famous for being Jennifer Aniston's film debut. Yeah. In 1993, um, right the way through till 2014. Um, Warwick Davis has played the Leprechaun in every one of these films, apart from the last one. Leprechaun Origins, which, again, in a weird little biometric twist, Rich, on the things we're into, the Leprechaun was played by Hornswoggle from the WWE. All right. The little, um, the little Leprechaun dude, the guy who plays a Leprechaun in, in pro wrestling, in the pro wrestling scene, played the Leprechaun in the reboot that the WWE actually financed as well. It's a, it's a, it's a Vince McMahon-made movie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
number five in the series was particularly if- offensive. Uh, <laughs> leprechaun, leprechaun in the hood, which is yeah, it's leprechaun, leprechaun and iced tea. Iced tea is the co-star, and he, he it's basically it's just. Do. Yeah, he's a little leprechaun. There's loads and loads of kind of stoner jokes and dreadful racial stereotyping and bad rapping and just oh, it's it's dreadful. I, I dreadful. I I've managed to find Leprechaun on Netflix here, uh, mm. and I see that on the nineteenth of October, twenty thirteen, I watched ten minutes of it, <laughs> and that was as far as I got. Uh, it's been I've never seen the appeal of the Leprechaun films. Looks a bit like Alex Higgins, the snooker player. That doesn't that doesn't particularly scare me. It just kind of feels sorry. It just looks like a little little old alcoholic. I and just had uh, no amazingly idea. seven films, Rich, and number seven. three on the list. Wow, what's the Leprechaun's beef anyway? What's his What's his well, problem? It, I think it changes um, in the first film. Uh, predictably, it's all about a pot of gold and somebody finding his pot of gold and then imprisoning him. There's a four-leaf clover that has magical properties, if I remember rightly, that keeps him locked. It's very convoluted. As with, as with most of those horror movies, we have a, a prologue where he gets trapped and then ten years later, a right. new family moves into the house where he's trapped and they free him. I see. And he's a leprechaun who's also murderous. And uh, it's all about him reclaiming his pot of gold. But then there's one one gold piece missing and he vows to get his revenge after being seemingly killed and so on and so forth. Well, they're, they're bad. You know, we were recently, just the other day, watching a Fairhaven episode of Star Trek Voyager. You know, the one set in the holographic Irish village. And it did okay. occur to me, like, why would you not have a holographic leprechaun running around the place? Of course, yeah. Why would you not do that? It's it's a fucking holodeck. Just, <laughs> of course, you make that's the first thing you think of, little yes. leprechaun. But no, they just made old Irish guys. That's not fun. But anyway, <laughs> that's Voyager so, for you. Number three, the fucking leprechaun. I'm stunned. I'm well, gonna have to. Le- gonna have to watch the others now, aren't I? I mean, I'd watch the trailers, Rich. They're, they're, they're that good. I would, just, I would just go with the trailers. Okay. Mm. You'll have seen all the Leprechaun you can stand after two and a half minutes of each of those films. Anyway, we are really upping our game now. Okay. We've had three kills between the, the, top th- the, the, the bottom three and the five here. Mm. We're now moving on to number two, and our figures are about to take a substantial leap. Number two on our slasher movie killers list is the one and only Michael Myers of the Halloween franchise. We're talking about 10 films from 1978 to 2009. And he's racked up 111 kills. That's good work right there. Yeah. Over well over double of anybody else on this list so far. Good work there, Michael. Yeah. Lots of killing. There's been some ups and downs with this. Actually, the first one was good with Donald Pleasance. Mm. The second one was one of the most effective, kind of lower budget, yeah, movies of all, just just movies on its own of all time. I think it's so effective. Um, two wasn't awful. Mm. Uh, then it greatly diminishes. No, three in particular is. <laughs> 
is one that really should be held up for ridicule because um, this is actually a series where um, in those 111 kills, Michael Myers is actually in a film where he's not responsible for one death, or so rather, he's not in one of the films. Number three has nothing to do with one or two, yeah, and does does not feature Michael Myers in any way. It's a horrendous film. Yeah, it's about witchcraft and kind of sci-fi. Apparently, the um, the motivation was the belief that the Halloween franchise was so strong that they could just spin it off into horror anthologies, kind of a treehouse of horror sort of thing. And they clearly couldn't. It's a dreadful piece of shit. Yeah. That's my review. I mean, I mean it, it, making a film about just general a horror, general horror story, uh, mm. you could have pulled that off, but it didn't need to be a shit film as well. No, of course. You know, yeah. But it, it yeah. is just a shit film, whether it fits into well, the, the sequence or not. Well, yeah, look at something like Creepshow. You know, that, that was a good example of how... Yeah, it can do be the done. Fun, the fun horror, you know, the horror short story, the horror anthology thing, and make it make it entertaining. Yeah, but um, Halloween did. three just it doesn't deserve to be called Halloween. It's such a weird anomaly in the series. Absolutely, and then it just gets really bad. They pull it back together at the end. I think once they bring Jamie Lee Curtis back in, yeah, um, then it, it's not too bad anymore. Hmm. I think, but I think gonna, it's it's iconic that that first film is one of the I think it's up right up there in amongst the greatest films of all time. Yeah, because for w- what it does, it kind of invents a genre really with the shot. You know, the, the using the the score really effectively and the sparseness of the score as well. The yeah, John Carpenter's brilliant, just piano. You know, piano led and synth led, really, really kind of spacious and minimal score but then those huge using those same synths to generate some mighty shocks and jumps you know and which has been aped over and over and over again it is a, a very well put together movie mm. um, i remember doing it for movies you should see because we did it on halloween yes um, yes you did and that was that was a good one i enjoyed it mm. a lot i think i've guessed what number one is though <laughs> have you I well think i think I one other thing i wanted to mention with michael myers as well with the again the link to the things we like, or the things you like in particular, is the mask, the Michael Myers mask of story. Course. Yes. Of course. Is one Mr. William Shatner, painted white, a, a Shatner mask painted white. It is. Um, he does comment on that in his biography, uh-huh. but I can't remember what he says. So that's, <laughs> that's, you know, maybe other people out there can. Maybe I'll read it There's again. a bit of homework for you listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, does, it does come up. Um, mm. But I think he saw it as a positive. Or something. Oh, I think so. It's, I, I it's an iconic bit of prop mastery, isn't it, really? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it just makes him part of one more thing, really. So mm. it's hard to complain. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so, number one, possibly yeah. not much of a surprise. Number one, with... I'll, I'll start with the number, because it's even more impressive than Michael Myers, 111. Uh, there's a couple of asterisks with this as well, because the number could be higher, but according to the rules of this list, it's stuck down here. Mm-hmm. Number one, with 148 kills to his name, is the seemingly unkillable uh, Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th, uh, the epic franchise of Friday the 13th, currently standing at 12 films. 
um, from 1981, I believe it was, until uh, 2009. Gosh, that's quite late, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, actually, I think they may have been a recent... Yeah, 2009. I've got to write the list there. Um, that number includes two films with a zero body count from Jason himself. Yes, it does, because... Yep. As anyone who's seen Scream, or indeed the first Friday the 13th movie, will know <laughs> that yes. Jason is not the killer in no. Friday the 13th. It's his mother, Mrs. Voice. And, and if you didn't know that, well, it's your own fault for listening to a podcast about slasher movie killers D- without when, that obvious information. We, you, we have no sympathy. When did Friday the 13th come out? Uh, 80 or 81, I think it was. There, 81. Right. There, there's, it's, a, it's a 35-year-old movie. We get to talk about the ending now. That's you've had your chance, I think. That's that's all um, I can say. And yeah, there's some. No, do you want to talk about an up and down? Yeah, <laughs> uh, storied history. This franchise has got it in spades. Um, this, yeah, obviously the first film. It was the mother in a, in a classic twist. Um, but the, I think I'm going from memory here now. I think it might have been the fourth. No, it was the fifth film, uh, A New Beginning, Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, where they decided to um, make uh, another person, the killer. They were going to do this this different, very different, very similar to the kind of Halloween 3 idea of we can do whatever we want with this franchise, people won't mind, of no Jason, of the, the talk of him and talk of him returning, but it actually being another deranged person who picks up the mantle of him, you know, and yeah. carries on killing. And it did appallingly badly at the box office. And surprise, surprise, it was meant to be a, a series of three films featuring a new killer and a new storyline. But then that, you know, it bombed. So number six became Jason Lives, you know, Jason Returns. And, and we've f- been with him ever since. And funnily enough, number five is the one not on uh, Netflix. Yeah, it's not surprising. Sorry, something weird. All my lights keep going off here. I don't know what to say. Your lights? Yeah, hang on, it's happening what? again. What the hell? It's very odd. It is Friday the 13th and we are discussing, I mean, thank God Candyman was on the list because if we'd <sighs> mentioned his name it's enough really, times. It's really fucking spooky because as I sat down, <laughs> the light bulb burnt out in the, the overhead light fitting and now my lamp oh, just switched is off. It's a not, classic slasher movie move. It is as well. It's like individual yeah. lamps in the room keep going out one by one. It's, very unlikely that all my bulbs would go right now, isn't it? That well, seems it, it, very on odd. any other night. Yes, I would say. Oh God, and it is still Friday the Thirteenth. It's only half mm. past ten. Oh no! All we need now is for Barclay to get spooked, and this could be it. That just takes anything, really. Yeah. At this well, point, that's, that's true. I suppose it's already yeah. scared the crap out of me at least <laughs> twice tonight. Just suddenly um, jumping up, but there you go. A sci-fi element as well, Jason. Have you seen the Jason in Space movie? I've seen uh, bits of it. I've Jason X. Now I haven't, um, but there is. There's an asterisk relating to this film. His murder count would have been even more significantly higher because there is actually a point in this. This, this film is set in the 2400s, um, where Earth is basically. It's a very similar kind of Wally thing. We've we've ruined Earth. We're looking for Earth two. Yeah, everything's kind of hollow decked out, and um, for whatever reason, 
the frozen <laughs> the frozen Jason ends up on a spaceship, is thawed out, and then goes on a kill crazy rampage. At which point he actually manages to crash a ship into a space station, killing untold scores, probably thousands of people. Yeah. But of course, according to the rules of this, it's uh, it must be on screen murders, you know, clear murders, not just right, sort of yeah. genocide committed in your, you know, in your actions. So there's that. Um, so yeah, he is clearly head and shoulders and hockey mask and machete above everybody else in the clearly. people for entertainment game. Yeah. Jason Voorhees, unadulterated champion of murdering folks. It was my least favorite of all the franchises though. Yeah. Well, it was initially made, um, I think as a, as a cheap copy of Halloween, really. Yeah. It's, you know, it's two, two, three years later and the, the sparse score, you know, the chick, 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 ah, yeah, ah, that kind of thing. It's it's very. <sighs> so it's spun from quite a quite a fine thread of storyline. You know, there's there's not a lot to back it up. There it's was a clever idea. The first film has a clever idea, and the twist and the final shock work ridiculously effectively. And obviously, some of the I think it was must have. I guess it was Rick Baker. It was one of the one of the effects maestros on this film that created some amazing kill scenes, but a lot of it looks like a cheap, it does look like a cheap kind of video nasty. A lot of the film. Yeah. Um, and, and after the first one, it was kind of like, why do you keep going to that lake? I know. Freddy yeah. Krueger, he's got a personal beef and he's looking for kids that live on this street and, yeah. so, and they're asleep. So I get that. And uh, Michael Myers has got a specific problem with his family members. That's that's his thing. But yeah. Jason, just like don't don't go to that lake where he is. And, I know. Be and like all the stories, I even forgive the people in the second movie because it's like, well, isn't this the lake where all those kids died? Ah, that didn't really happen. And then ah, it's happening again, right? The third time when two yeah. lots of kids have died at this lake. There's don't. such a thing as health and safety. Exactly. Don't start you know, another summer camp there. Just don't. Hazard and analysis and critical control points, people. That's it. Exactly. Critical control points and, and yeah. that sort of thing. Just don't keep building a summer camp there. And I, it should I, be fr Friday the 13th Part 2, the health and safety executive evaluation. Yeah. Uh, from what I can tell here, Part 3 was in 3D. Oh, because that's the surely thing not do. just to coincide with being able to call it <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Part Three D. Of course, that's why it's nobody 3D. does that in films. No, that's, that that's never just happens. a cheap ploy. Yeah, go and watch Jaws Three as well. It's terrible. Yeah, Piranha. Uh, like, yeah, like <laughs> Halloween has nothing to do with the other Jaws no. movies. Just a random one. It's got Dennis Quaid though. It's not bad. Um, yeah. But I didn't stick with the Friday the Thirteenth ones. Like I say, Five is the only one not on Netflix. And now I know Weirdly, why. I think, I think just through that way of, you'll back me on this, I hope. Um, obviously, we had recordable VHS tapes in my childhood. Yeah. And there were occasions, especially in like summer holidays and things, where you just rewatched the stuff that was on your VHS tapes in your, in your drawer, you know, your cupboard, whatever. And the Friday the 13th film I've watched the most is Friday the 13th Part 7, Jason takes Manhattan, which That's is part a, eight. Is it part eight? That's part eight. Well, there we go so. then. Whichever part that is of yeah. these twelve films, 
The one where a guy gets his head punched clean off. (laughs) 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 Clean off, Rich. Punched off. No machete, no no, elaborate kill. Just punch your head off your shoulders. I'm going to watch this film. I will Um, watch this. I wouldn't, but yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Number seven is The New Blood. Just for reference there. And I only know this because I happen to be looking at them on Netflix right now. Yeah, I, I couldn't really tell you the order of them or whatever else they're in. Three is, what's three? No, one, two, and three are just one, two, and three. Four is... Yeah, part, part two, part three, isn't it? Yeah, four's the final chapter, brackets, lie. Yeah. <laughs> then, you know, it goes on from there. What was his final kill tally again? Sorry. 148 on-screen mortars. That's, that's busy work. That's, yeah. What's that across 12 films? We could have, I could have done the breakdown of kills per film, couldn't I, here? Not that I can be asked to do that. No, though, it's fine. Don't worry about 148 it. 148 divided by 12. We're assuming he kills the same number of people in each film there as well, which is probably Actually, not yeah, the case. Of course, I've just said, haven't I, two of them feature yeah. a zero body count. So there'll be more in some of them. Blimey. So we know now that it's 14.8 kills per movie. Exactly. That's some that's some mental arithmetic right there for you, podcast listeners. That's that's maybe some of the most impressive mental maths that has ever been done on Simply Syndicated. <laughs> Certainly on a show are, I've ever been on. There probably is one guy that could be classed as, in fact, the guy with his head punched off. That's your point eight. It is, isn't it? Because he's yeah. not being slashed with the machete no. there. So there's about point eight of your left once your head's come off your shoulders. Makes sense to me. Yeah, point mm. two in the head. Yeah, I can live with that. Bit of maths for you. Well, that was an awesome top five list. That was great, wasn't it? Yeah, I enjoyed that very much. Oh, um, this machine just keeps... It's paid for itself already. It's the, my favourite of all my machines. Yeah. And and so obscure and strange. And <laughs> Some men came round asking about that machine. Uh-oh. They were just dressed in sort of black suits, black sunglasses and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they were like, you know, Where'd you get it? Can't tell you all this stuff. And they, they left eventually, <laughs> but it was quite really. I'm presuming they were from iTunes. I thought might have been it, something yeah. like that. Just checking up. Not not a secret government or anything. Now probably just. No, I can imagine there's no but there are no bunkers involved or. No, nothing, nothing like that. Mm. Anyway, so thank you for helping me with the machine again this week. It was an utter pleasure, as normal. And thank you to all of you out there in podcast land. Now I'm breaking the fourth wall. Well, (laughs) thank you to all of you. And uh, we'll be back next week with another show. If you want to listen to that, we don't know what it'll be. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Go camping. Release a leprechaun. Play a game by a deep-voiced man. Um, You'll be fine if you stand Be a member of the Myers family. Uh, I think that's about it really yeah. don't do any of those things if you can help it Certainly. things will just get a bit things will get a bit hectic for you yes yes indeed mm. okay then bye bye everybody <laughs> toodaloo <laughs>